You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. We've got the frenzy coming, free agency frenzy. We've got the trade insanity already started here in the NFL. We've had one big quarterback move uh, with Derek Carr going from the Raiders to the Saints after being released. We have Geno Smith and Daniel Jones getting big contracts, but we know a lot of big names are out there available on the offensive skill side. They're going to affect fantasy football fortunes in 2023. So what we're going to do is I have the top 60 unrestricted free agents up at sportingnews.com. I also have a companion piece to that projecting, predicting where many of these guys will land. And we're going to focus on the offensive skill players and not just uh, figuring out these predictions will come true, but why and the philosophies of these teams as they try to improve their offenses and therefore their production. And hopefully for us, fantasy football being better. And uh, we want as many options as possible here to really get our teams going here. We don't want teams to be short on options. We want more and more, and we want every offense to score 25 plus points. We know that doesn't always happen, but these are the moves that are going to set the table and the tone for what kind of production we can expect from these teams. So we're going to project uh, several guys and where they're going, including Derrick Henry on the training block from the Titans. The Titans have been cutting salaries, releasing a bunch of guys. We know the Ravens have put a non-exclusive franchise tag Lamar Jackson. We reacted to that news in detail, but now we'll give you a prediction on where we think Lamar Jackson will end up outside of Baltimore here. So all that coming up here on today's show. Thanks again for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. We're free and available to you on all platforms. Now as a quick programming reminder and to talk about our first projection, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. We broke that down in detail. They said it was imminent. There was an ESPN report that The talks went well between Rodgers and the Jets, and they were getting close to figuring out a deal here between uh, Green Bay and New York to make this happen as the Packers ready to move on from Jordan Love. When that becomes official, we'll break down the Packers side of things there with Jordan Love and what they can look like offensively. We did that for you with Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. So check it out if you missed that show. Here we're going to move on to my prediction first for Lamar Jackson the other big quarterback name on the market here. Now, a lot of teams, weirdly, we heard uh, they were out on Lamar Jackson. So heard a lot from the Raiders. We heard about the Commanders. We heard from the Panthers. Just a lot of teams saying, okay, we're not going to go after Lamar Jackson because we don't want to give up that major draft capital, at least two first-round picks, or the equivalent of agreed compensation by the Ravens. And on top of that, pay Lamar Jackson close to what he's asking for, which is that total guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got well over $200 million, where the Ravens want to shoot for around $133 million there for his guaranteed money. More in line with what we saw with the true free agent quarterbacks. That would be Kyler Murray from last year being... 
very similar as the top prospect from the 2019 draft. He got paid a little bit earlier because he was uh, complaining there in Arizona. So that's what Lamar Jackson wanted, very similar to those contracts, but beyond that. And uh, Deshaun Watson guaranteed money threw things off big time here. So he could definitely be on the move. My prediction for Lamar Jackson is the Colts. They used to play in Baltimore, so making sense there as a destination. Remember, they had Johnny Unitas also from Louisville. So this would be Lamar Jackson going to Indianapolis. Now, makes a lot of sense from this regard. Shane Steichen wants a quarterback who can run and move, much like Jalen Hurts. It's a copycat league. If you had success with one type of quarterback, if you're going to become a head coach and leave the offense coordinator ranks, you want to go somewhere where you can have that same ability. So Shane Steichen, mobile quarterback, running game-oriented team with Jonathan Taylor, pretty good offensive line with Bernard Raymond now taking over at left tackle with Quentin Nelson. You've got two very good receivers. I think Michael Pittman Jr., kind of a big slot, can get all over the field and get open. And then you have Alec Pierce, young field stretcher. We know flashed a little bit when people were able to get the ball. And we'll see about Paris Campbell, some tight ends that have some appeal here. More so Jelani Woods than uh, Kylan Granson. But they have some youth there at that position as well. So pretty good offensive skill players in place already in Indianapolis. If you get a quarterback to take advantage of this, and keep in mind, they experimented a little bit with the mobile Sam Ellinger last year as well as going pocket passer with the Matt Ryan and Nick Foles. So when you look at this, this is a perfect fit. It just makes so much sense. The Colts have been looking for a starting quarterback since Andrew Luck retired before the 2019 season, really late in August. So they've been going Jacoby Brissett, and that was okay. That's just who they had at the time. Phillip Rivers got them to the playoffs, but Rivers retired. Then they went to Carson Wentz. That looked good for a while, then just went south late in the season, where Wentz got blamed for everything with the Frank Reich. And then last year, Frank Reich got blamed for the Matt Ryan uh, fallout there with that move. So Chris Ballard, the GM, and uh, Jim Irsay, the owner, have got to make a move here that makes more sense and lock up that franchise quarterback. Now, really comes down to this question, really two questions. Number one, do the Colts want to home grow a quarterback such as Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, most likely Anthony Richardson if they're looking at number four overall draft? Or do they just want to take the quarterback that's a little established at 26 years old, has won an MVP at 22 years old in 2019? Do they want to go in that direction? And then do you want to pay him that much? So that's really the question is, do they want to follow that Browns model, meet somewhere in between from what the Ravens offered reportedly to what the Browns gave Deshaun Watson, meet somewhere in the middle to appease Lamar Jackson, give him some parameters where he can get more guaranteed money or restructure down the line. So... That's what I think they'll need to do on top of giving up those first-round picks. But if you're going to use a first-round pick on a quarterback, it's not like they're sitting on two picks. So you give up uh, number four there to the Ravens, give up next year's pick. You should be better if you have Lamar Jackson. So that's not a lot here. If you're going to draft a quarterback, that's the thing. If you're going to draft a quarterback here with that first-round pick, then you might as well consider, like, taking Lamar is a draft pick. So... There's something that the Colts could do there for sure. So I do like the Colts most. I know the other teams in the mix, the Lions, that makes a lot of sense. They have two first-round picks. They're ready to win now and big. Texans, just not good of a team to go right now. 
for them to go after it. They need to rebuild a lot of things. Where the Lions, you look at them right on the brink of being in the playoffs. They're in a better, or weaker division, I should say. They would be in the playoffs. Upgrade over Jared Goff. Something to look at there. The Patriots, are they tired of Mac Jones? It's very expensive, aggressive moves. So I don't see them making it. So it seems to line up here still with Chris Bauer and the Colts, who have made some aggressive moves in the past and need to get out of this vicious quarterback bridge cycle that they're in right now. So... There you go. There's a quick prediction on Rodgers. We already know that could be happening, but Lamar Jackson to the Colts is my prediction right now there as a trade. Now, we'll get into actually seven more predictions I have as part of this piece. You can check it out at sportings.com. i got defensive players involved as well there. We're breaking them down why I'm thinking that way from the fantasy football perspective here on Locked on Fantasy Football. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. It is a big month of March coming up. Uh, we got a lot of things going on in March. We got St. Patrick's Day. We got to celebrate that. We got March Madness coming up. We got Free Agent Frenzy. There's just reasons to celebrate and uh, maybe indulge a little bit uh, too much in certain areas. Well, Built is going to get you healthy there. If you're going to look for an alternative there in your day-to-day lives, I mean, you want a protein bar that tastes healthy and delicious, you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. It's perfect for what you're trying to get done in March. Some of you may be observing Lent and want to just uh, cut back here. Well, that's going to help you through... Built Bars are going to be the ultimate treat for you. Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. That's what makes them so good. Unbelievable flavors you'll find, too. A churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. These are some of their new flavors. But they also have those classic flavors as well. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars that you get taste like candy bars. Like amazing macros involved as well and they maintain those with uh, only 30 calories four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein in those bars just you won't find so much great taste with so many health benefits as well now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right head to your nearest walmart today it's probably not too far Walk to the pharmacy section, not too far. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of flavors that include cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Sam's Club is going to take care of you even more. For longer, there you can get a 13-bar box. You get hit flavors, brownie batter, churro. Those are some of the ones available. You can thank me later on that. So, really, great time to get in on Built Bar. Anytime is a great time to get in on Built Bar, but now... You go to built.com or get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. You can't beat that. Healthy and delicious. That's what we're looking for. And Built delivers just that with their bars. All right. It is time to continue the show. Breaking down the projected free agency and trade fit. So we did have a couple trades there with the quarterbacks. Uh, Rodgers to the Jets. Jackson to the Colts. Now we're going to pivot to running back. Derrick Henry. Where is he going? I like the Dolphins here for Derrick Henry. This has been a big rumor coming up. And keep in mind the Dolphins, both running backs here, Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr., their top two guys are free agents. They don't love Miles Gaskin in this new Mike McDaniel offense here. So when you look at it, Derrick Henry makes a lot of sense. The zone-blocking running scheme the Dolphins have. 
They want to set up the deep passing game. They got a pretty mobile left-handed quarterback there in Tua Tagovailoa. They are based on a lot of short after the catch stuff with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, but they know they can stretch a field with Hill. They can throw downfield to Waddle. I think they'll pivot away from Mike Gusecki, so they'll get some better overall blocking from tight end. Their young offensive line, I think, will get better with Taron Armstead having a better uh, kind of bastion of health here. So I think that's what you're going to see from the Dolphins. They're going to be aggressive for running back. They're not picking in the first round. So this is a big void for the Dolphins because they're going to miss out on the potential Bijan Robinson of Texas or Jameer Gibbs of Alabama. That would have been a perfect fit. They would have picked him right there in the early 20s in the draft, but they lose that uh, first rounder for tampering. So they're in a bad position here to get a running back they would like in the draft that can be a workhorse. So Derrick Henry seems to be their best avenue. I don't think they'd have to give up too much. He's on the brink of being a 29-year-old season, has a lot of wear and tear. But from the perspective of the Titans, they've been cutting salary. They've lost Taylor Lewan. They had to move on from him. Bud Dupree was another cut. Robert Woods was another cut. So they're not looking to contend here, folks. I mean, maybe transitioning away from Ryan Tannehill, at quarterback here, to maybe Malik Willis or another option. And you're looking at, again, they've chopped up their offensive line a little bit. Their receiving core is pretty bare at this moment. So this doesn't feel like a team that's focused on the short term, but rather the long term. So Derrick Henry moving him while he still has some value makes a lot of sense. Dolphins really need a running back again. So the Dolphins backfield wide open for someone to step in there. Remember where they started last year? They went up and picked up Chase Edmonds, and we were on Chase Edmonds here as being a key part of what they do. Then they added Mostert, then they added Wilson in the trade there with the 49ers after the 49ers got McCaffrey. So the backfield quickly changed. They were very fickle about that from what it was going into the season and the big splash in free agency to what it was coming out. So now you got Mostert and Wilson, the two former 49ers, in doubt of returning. So Derrick Henry to the Dolphins makes a ton of sense, all circumstances involved. And I think he'd be a fine, productive player there. We also maybe want him to leave Tennessee. If Luan's not going to come back at all, he's been cut and he's not going to be healthy there. Left tackle, young offensive line transition. Roger Saffold is also a free agent. Plus, not having that threat of the passing game and not having the same blocking overall. Their tight ends, by the way, are also free agents. So big changes could be there. In Tennessee, they might as well add this on to it, and the Dolphins would benefit, and Derrick Henry would maintain his status as a feature RB1 that we're looking for in fantasy football. All right. The two big uh, quarterbacks we're watching, obviously, are Rodgers and Jackson. Now Derek Carr going to New Orleans, and no more Geno Smith or Daniel Jones on the market. But another guy that we're looking at, Jimmy Garoppolo. The Raiders could be in position to draft Will Levis there as a good pocket passer with some mobility for... Josh McDaniels, it makes a lot of sense to replace Derek Carr with him, but they could also look for a contingency and start Jimmy G first. Now, Jimmy G is going to have to decide. The Texans are going to court him a little bit, but I don't think the Texans have a lot of upside here, and they're not as appealing as an offense. But you get the Raiders, you get Josh McDaniels, you get that reunion for Garoppolo from New England, you get uh, Devontae Adams to throw to, and Hunter Renfro, and Darren Waller, yeah. A little bit more appealing than what the Texans have for sure. So I think Jimmy G is going to end up in Las Vegas and could definitely start for a year. If it's Will Levis is the guy or it's Anthony Richardson, especially if he's a bit of a project, that would make a Jimmy Garoppolo staying in that role he had for one year with Trey Lance and maybe what he was uh, forced into last year with Trey Lance. So 
Can definitely see repeating itself here in a similar offense, just uh, the Patriots like one versus the 49ers like one there in Las Vegas. So that would be pretty good. He'd have some fantasy football value. I know Derek Carr's a bit disappointing in that. They were pretty run heavy with Josh Jacobs last year to put up the numbers. But I think in a way that you'd have McDaniel trying to trust Garoppolo a little bit more to throw the ball. The weapons are just too good. They need to expand on them. And then keep in mind, Renfro missed some key time. So did uh, Waller. They could go out and get some outside receiver help with Matt Collins and Keelan Cole being free agents. So watch out. But Jimmy Garoppolo would step into a very good situation. He had some streaming fantasy value because the 49ers were run heavy. The Raiders were definitely that with Jacobs last year. But again, Getting those weapons, uh, watch out for Jimmy G in a familiar offense, putting up some numbers. All right, uh, Jacoby Brissett, I think he has a direct path to start here. I liked Garoppolo at one point to the Buccaneers trying to replace Tom Brady, but that kind of blew up once they changed offensive coordinators from Byron Leftwich to Dave Canales. And so Canales comes from the Seahawks. He just saw Geno Smith, a little bit of a mover, big guy, make some plays. So Jacoby Brissett is a little bit Geno Smith-like in terms of He's big, can move around, has experience, and I think he would fit well here. I mean, he did really well working into the number one receivers, Amari Cooper and Don Peoples-Jones in Cleveland, filling in for Deshaun Watson in those 11 games. But Brissett with the Buccaneers, again, I think he would fit just the makeup of their team a little bit well. Then he inherits Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, so we can't ignore this at all. Even if Cameron Brait decides to hang it up here, you got Kate Otten maybe expanding his role at tight end. They could find a third receiver. They're now flipping to Rashad White in the backfield away from Leonard Fournette. So this could be a nice passing team. Brissett can put up some nice numbers. He's coming off a very good reality season in Cleveland. So if he goes to Tampa, this could be some very good uh, production coming up as well. So I do like Jacoby Brissett and that potential there for the Bucks, especially with those receivers. The offensive line, they just uh, released Donovan Smith, but they still have their ace, Tristan Wirfs, at right tackle. So... Things starting to break free. We'll see about Ryan Jensen coming back. Can he come back fully healthy? And does he want to without uh, Tom Brady? The knee injury getting a little bit older. So the offensive line could lose some continuity. But just for the appeal of Evans and Godwin alone, I think Jacoby Brissett would be on the fantasy football radar. That really goes for any quarterback that would land in Tampa. All right, there you have a look at uh, three more potential trades uh, and free agency moves there that we had. So Garoppolo and Brissett free to sign with anyone now, not returning to their current teams. The 49ers moving on with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. The Browns are ready to just unleash Deshaun Watson, go cheaper with their backup. So some things to watch there for sure. Now, don't forget to, to subscribe to the Locked On newsletter. Get you the latest uh, Stuff going around the network in digest form. So telling you what we've been talking about, what we're doing, what shows are coming there, what uh, special events are being covered here on the Lockdown Network. So check it out, our Lockdown Newsletter. Subscribe today there and uh, make sure you don't miss anything that's going on with the Lockdown Podcast, whether you listen to Lockdown NFL, Lockdown NBA, any of the other shows here. We'll get you caught up in a good uh, draft newsletter right now, breaking down a lot of things coming out of the combine. So really excited about that. And uh, again, we'll talk a lot more NFL draft on Lockdown Fantasy Football as well. But uh, wanted to get ahead of free agency. That's going to be the big thing starting next week. We'll have a lot of free agency reaction for you as well. So looking forward to these uh, moves uh, starting to actually happen uh, with these offensive skill players. All right. 
Time to close the show here, looking at uh, four more predictions I have. These involve the top free agents there from my offensive pool. Dalton Schultz, uh, the Cowboys uh, franchise tagged him last year. He doesn't want to play with that again. And also the offensive coordinator has moved. So Kellen Moore to the Chargers, that would say Dalton Schultz. The Chargers are in the market for a tight end with uh, Gerald Everett being a cut here potentially. And Schultz would really know this uh, offense of Kellen Moore pretty easily and help maybe as a security blanket for Justin Herbert on top of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at Whiteout. He'd be a good third addition here for what they're looking for. But my prediction is uh, going to the Lions. The Lions also in the market for the tight end after trading TJ Hawkinson to the if NFC North, the division rival Vikings. So they need a tight end here. I know it's not a priority. I don't think necessarily they're going to force a pick on Michael Mayer or Dalton Kincaid in the first round. But... They need that element in their offense, and especially Schultz uh, would be great because he would give them a little bit of inline punch there as well as uh, getting outside and making some plays uh, there downfield to help uh, their other receivers here. Sam Ross St. Brown using the middle of the field. That makes sense. DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. You now have uh, Jameis Williams as your big field stretcher to the outside. We'll see if they bring back DJ Chark. There's the number two, but Dalton Schultz would be a key target right away. And have some fantasy value with the Lions, just like uh, Hawkinson did there. So Schultz has, a, has had a pretty good run with the Cowboys, but it's time to move on. And really, Lions are my team A that he'll end up with, but uh, really the Chargers would be right there given the history with Moore and the Chargers need for a tight end. So Lions do have some young tight ends that they like, but Schultz would be a game changer there, especially with the money that they have to spend. All right, at wide receiver, the top guy, not a lot of excitement there. Jacoby Myers, I haven't gone to the Raiders, so that could be interesting. If you get Myers and Jimmy G to the Raiders, Myers helping out uh, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, so the offense he knows pretty well. Myers broke free and broke out in the McDaniels offense, so that makes a lot of sense. Anywhere is possible. The Giants also possibility is they need a bit of slot help or a versatile guy outside who can score just to help uh, Daniel Jones here. So, But I do like him to the Raiders. Again, he could fit right in, work the slot, but also work on the outside, let run throw go in the middle, play off Adams well, pretty good red zone guy as well. So a lot of concepts for the Josh McDaniels offense. Myers knows very well. And it's important that you get some people that know that just because it's complicated and you want the execution to be there for a good part of the season. So we like that with uh, Jacoby Myers in the mix there to follow his former offense coordinator. Now, I also like Miles Sanders to the Bills. They've had Devin Singletary, but Singletary's a free agent as well as Sanders. Look at Sanders. What is his profile? Very good power back with some explosiveness, but not much of a pass catcher. But they've got James Cook, their pick from last year for that reason. So the Bills, I think, could upgrade from Singletary to Sanders here. Uh, Eagles, I, I don't think, can be too competitive with trying to sign Sanders, uh, re-sign him. So they might go and just swap him out with a cheaper Singletary, but... Bills definitely want this rushing element. Do they try to wait and hope that they can get either Robinson or Gibbs in the draft and just get a full workhorse who can be down there for three downs? Or do they want to see what promise Cook has and not want to invest too highly? They didn't do that with Cook last year. And then be calculated more with a shorter deal for Miles Sanders, maybe a two-year deal. So Miles Sanders to the Bills would be very good for fantasy for sure. He would put up singletary numbers and then some, but again, he would still be limited to the rushing only because his receiving field is just very limited and not needed there. Just like Kenneth Gainwell, young Kenneth Gainwell was in Philadelphia. You do have there that presence of James Cook, a very good pass catcher in year two. 
for Buffalo. We talked about the Giants needing a wide receiver, and they could look at Jacoby Myers, but how about Juju Smith-Schuster, a big slot? Richie James is a free agent, so the Giants, I think, will need a little bit of a jump start there in the middle, a reliable guy. Juju, uh, he did work with the Chiefs offense here, so that really says he could work with Mike Kafka under Brian Dable. There, Kafka, the former uh, Chiefs quarterbacks coach there. So another option could be Eric Bieniemy and the Commanders. They do have Curtis Samuel, but he's small, slight and not durable. Maybe need a bigger slot, get some size there between Terry McLaurin and John Dotson. So those would be some runner-up teams for Juju based on the connection there that we have. But when you look at it, I do like Juju to the Giants again. He can line up outside when needed. Big slot, I like that option for Daniel Jones. He's a big quarterback. And working and Juju had a nice year. I thought he did a prove it thing. I looked at the numbers, they were better than I thought, getting 900 uh, seam yards and being pretty active in the red zone. So uh, it wasn't spectacular by any means, but the yardage was there in limited action. Remember, he also missed time with injury. So, really like uh, Smith Schuster potentially upgrading another team. And keep in mind also, just a few years ago, this guy was putting up ace numbers for the Steelers with. Antonio Brown is a younger receiver. So that's the kind of upside and talent he has if he lands the right system. Another place you could see Juju is replacing this not very durable Byron Pringle as a big slot for the Bears and helping Justin Fields there. So another thing to look at here with the value of Juju. So we're going to track all these free agents and see where they land. We'll have the actual analysis of their fits as they come here. They'll be fast and furious starting with the Monday legal tampering period. So wanted to set the table for a free agency here on Locked on Fantasy Football, and we should be all set to dive in there and get the reaction next week. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Again, we will have some free agency early reactions there, so we might hold Monday show until we get to some news and things happening here. So, got a lot of fun to check out the NFL Hot Stove. Now, make your second listen to Locked on NFL Draft. Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez provide in-depth analysis of the biggest NFL draft prospects with deep dives into sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, just like this show. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Thanks again for listening and watching, and uh, we'll check you out there on our next show. Have a great weekend, everyone, and uh, enjoy the brackets, and we'll see you on the flip side here for Free Agency Frenzy. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.